Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back once again Ventura Forwards Podcast. We're always searching for the tasty waves, the hot tunes, fun in the sun, the righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we're going to have those great segments breaking down the goods we've discovered in the last few days from our journalistic point of view. Let's excited. I'm with you today. Tom Spence, how you feeling? Feeling good. We're going to talk about music and the great outdoors, two of my favorite things. Yes, they are. And episode 16 is coming in beyond hot. I told him when he walked in, this is one of my favorite episodes, and I don't say that every time, because this is a true living Ventura legend and part of the man who created the music to our intro. So we're going to be talking a lot of fun stuff today with Sean Echeverria, the man, the myth, the legend, a.k.a. Big Bad Bob rolling around surf rodeo. Sean, how you doing today? Hey guys, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Let's go, dude. We want to roll yeah. into Ventura. We want to roll into Ventura forward. Get you introduced here. Talk about why we kind of called you in. Uh, we've been talking for a long time about the song, the intro song we just heard when we came into here. Give me a favor. Give me the name of that song that everyone's been listening to, jiving with as we come into the song. Give me a little bit of the backstory of that song. So that's a song from Ray Fresco. Uh, a band that me and all my buddies started about 15 years ago. Um, it's called Metrayetra. And uh, you can hear that rhythmic guitar, and that's uh, Chokayotz and Maraza playing the Raquinto, which is a traditional instrument from Veracruz, which uh, he plucks with a pick made out of a bullhorn. And uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. Choki Yotsen Miraza also plays a 36-string harp that his father uh, makes and learned how to make the strings himself. So it's the story of Ray Fresco is just starting with that part of the thing. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, that's Ray Fresco. You know, I've been friends with Roger Kiaho, lead mm -hmm. singer, you know, yep. since middle school, Balboa Explorer days, following his story, get involved with the family. That's how we met you yep. know, through high schools. Really kind of feeling that Ventura forward vibe. Sharing the stoke is what we like to call, always quoting our friend Christian with Mako serving stuff. Right. But living the 805 is something that you've been doing and you haven't moved away from it. You've nope. been here your whole life. You've got cool stories. We're here in studio talking to Spence right now about all the fun, different hobbies that you have rolling around that we're going to talk about over the next 35, 40 minutes if you a little more about you. But I was really intrigued with the story you talked about right away. The Perfect Storm, Spence, when you think about Perfect Storm, what comes to your mind? Uh, that movie where all, all bad things happen together. Yeah. Creating rough times. Yeah. So the, the, the reference to that is uh, my dad grew up in Silver Strand and uh, in the heyday of Cisco sport fishing. And he just loved working on boats and surfing and growing up in Silver Strand. And he began to travel the world harpooning swordfish they were some of the pioneers that ever used airplanes for spotting swordfish and they took the show on the road and went to the east coast and uh they were right in time for the perfect storm and i was a young kid i'm like maybe five years old and uh we're hearing stories and the, he was stuck at sea for 30 days straight all the electronics the windows out of the cab got busted out they're in a hundred foot waves and they couldn't turn the boat around because the second you turn to the side, the boat's going to topple and roll down the face of the waves. It's pretty, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, it's pretty incredible that they survived. 
Um, and they had to be tough. I guess a lot of guys wanted to mutiny and say, turn the boat around, you know, all this stuff. And uh, How many boats were in the fleet that were in the perfect storm? Because we all know about George Clooney and Wahlberg, right, or whatever. How many boats were in that perfect storm? I, do you I think? don't know exact details, but one story that sticks out in my mind is my dad saw tanker ships and you could see daylight underneath. The swells were so tall and so close together that you would see the tanker ship actually going on top of the swells and there's daylight underneath. And I guess that's how tanker ships break. That's right. And there's, there's an engineering on all of that. If too much of the boat gets out of the water, the boat will break. And right. it's one of the things they have to engineer it, understanding what could pop out of the water. So that's right. scary times. Right. The biggest boats in the world can snap in half. Yeah, just like that. So uh, that's that's where my dad grew up, local Silver Strand, local. My mom went to Buena High School, and they fell in love on the beach. And uh, after my dad experienced the perfect storm, he decided, since you know I'm a young child, and he had had a tragic situation he's going to come back and do local fishing mm -hmm. so he came back and uh did sea urchin fishing now what year would this have been the, we're like 85 86 okay. um and so i grew up going out on the ocean with my dad every summer um love the ocean love the islands that's another thing in ventura we're so blessed to have these amazing islands out there. And you're leaving right out of Channel Harbor right here? You can, you can leave out of Channel Islands when Harbor. When you were a kid, when you were a kid. Mostly Channel Islands Harbor, but then, you know, we lived in Ventura, and uh, we had a small boat in Ventura Harbor as well. Right. And so uh, growing up, meeting all these different fishermen that were quite characters, a man that got, sticks out as Vern from Hawaii, and he was just a salty dog, you know. And uh, growing up around guys like that, and then my uncles were general contractors, so I'd either work with my dad during the summer or they'd throw a shovel in my hand and say, hey, come on, we got some holes and stuff for you to dig. You know, we got some demo to do. So that's kind of my upbringing um, I love it. And as a young child. And that goes into your name of your business now as Hot Steppers. Yes. Right? Yes. So you're supporting yourself. You're getting your business going. You still have a family business going today. Yep. Uh, you're working with your brother. You're working with your friends. My dad's doing local construction. Still out there. Yep. yep. Give me, give me a little bit about Hot Steppers Construction and how we can support you and a few of the jobs you've been doing locally. So, so moving forward from growing up fishing and working construction, um, I went to Ventura High School, and that's where the, the coaches grabbed me and said, "Hey, you're a big guy. You're gonna play football." Not, not like, hey, you want to play or, hey, it was one of those things where I was surfing and skateboarding, kind of hanging out with friends. And they go every day, hey, hey, you, you're going to play football. So we'll see you after, <laughs> you know. So I, I want to just say thank you to all the coaches out there, Coach McEwen, uh, Coach Clemente. I wrestled after football. Football was so much fun. They're like, hey, you're going to the wrestling room next, big guy, you know. So you, so, uh, we all know the football. So you went football, wrestling. Did you take the spring off, or did you play a sport in the spring? Yeah, I, I, I hit the weight room and, right, and then got back in the ocean, the family business. At this time, my dad was uh, fishing lobster. Oh. So we're building lobster traps, and yeah. I'm also doing construction with my uncles. And that was my – because they were building the Pacific View Mall at the time. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of work. We, me and my buddies from football saw cut and broke the concrete out and trenched – and hauled thousands of pounds of dirt and that was our you know way to make some money and 
I never had skills, but I was a mule on a lot of yeah. sides because I was sort of strong. And yep. they, I dug the footers, I moved the dirt, and uh, that's that was how I cut my teeth on that work. Yeah, and that that builds character. You know, there's nothing like building a bond with friends when you're out there sweating and putting everything into it. And so now moving forward to the the hot steppers thing. I'm a young guy. I'm I'm doing construction. I'm working. I'm out of high school, and uh, I I started playing what happened is i basically had a friend that was kind of a hippie guy always had overalls on long hair and an acoustic guitar yeah. and i'm like i'm like you know i'm a big guy i don't look like your stereotypical yeah. surfer but i've grown up surfing since i was a a young kid uh at one point in my life they called me belly slater yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, i've seen those yeah. photos on instagram in, in fact funny. uh yeah Ch <laughs> i gotta give credit choki yotsa miraza called me that the heart player but, now, what uh, kind of a board do you have when you're a big boy? Oh, yeah. I, it's I gotta shaped, be a different I deal, shaped right? my own board. So I started with like epoxy long boards, 10 foot, um, stuff like that. But I'll still go out in big waves. You know, a lot of times you can't duck dive them. So you got to just throw your board through or do like the turtle thing or whatever. But uh, you got to pick your timing and you paddle for your life and you just make it out no matter what. But then I, I shaped my own board. I went to Fiberglass Hawaii talk to Steve Horta. He coached me and my brother through the whole process. You can go there, buy a blank, sand it, glass it. And there's, there's YouTube tutorial videos, everything. And I put uh, like a stand up paddle handle in my board so I can hold it and carry it. And, uh, it's amazing. So surfing was a big part. And I have this friend, I'm like, Hey, you look like a surfer, but you don't surf. And he's like, let's make a deal. Check this out. He's like, you teach me how to surf and I'll teach you how to play bass because I, I need a bass player. My cousin's a drummer. And so that's, I mean. Who is that? Who, what was that guy's name? So uh, we called him Country Mike. His Country Mike. Country, uh, his name's Mike McGuire. And so uh, he, he had a lot of patience. I was, man, I was not good at playing bass. And I basically learned one song at a time. He taught me like a blues progression mm -hmm. and it took me forever. And then he taught me like stir it up by Bob Marley. And that took me a month. And this is in high school. And, and this is right out of high school. So I'm same time as Guy Martin Spence and, and, um, and Ross and uh, Roger, Roger had uh, his, his reggae band. And so they were right really, in, in, you know, they're really influenced. There's a lot of music going on and, uh, Basically, he learned how to surf, and I slowly learned how to play bass. And the second I had three bass lines, we go to his cousin's house, and uh, his dad is uh, Art from Arbor Oil on the Avenue, and he's a machinist. And I mean, Tyler had an amazing drum set, a whole room dedicated to drums. And Art's like, "You guys come over here and jam, and uh, I'll barbecue and cook good food." And I'm like, "Dude, this is the best thing ever." So I start with three songs. And we would play those three songs for hours, but they started to get better. And, and, you know, my buddy could shred the guitar. The drummer was amazing. And once you feel that groove with other people uh -huh. and you're, you're, you're locked in and synced up, uh -huh. it's like a sport. It's one of those things where you're in the moment, like surfing, like when you're in the moment, you're riding a wave, you're not worried about anything else in the world, but being in the moment. And you know, another great thing about music too, that people don't get, and you'll see a lot of these kids on YouTube that are playing alone right. and they're shredders and they're good. See if they can play with a band Yes, because that's always, I did a little music recording when I was going to Moorpark College and each guy, each gal, they could play good yep. alone. Then one, two, 
but it, and it was not good. Yes. So to play together is the whole deal. It's it's teamwork, yeah. and, and you know we we play gigs. So now the the hot stepper part. I, I now I'm playing some music, and right away the second you're a bass play, player, people are like, "Hey, you're a bass player. We need you." So I join a reggae band called uh, GTP. It wasn't GTP at the hot in the hot steppers at the time. But it was GTP, the lead singer, and he's playing the Strawberry Festival, all the local festivals, um, really hardworking guy. And uh, he was booking of events and private parties constantly. And this is reggae music. So we're, I sign up. My first gig was like the Port Wainimi Street Fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go on stage. Now we're talking about stage fright. Now that's a whole <laughs> nother thing. So now you're, you're playing with other people and you're dealing with crowds. So we went right from the Port Wainimi Street Fair to Nickelby's at the time, the next Gamas night. heckling you. And yeah. then, Nickelby's yeah. was a big house. That and was a then, good place. And then I went right from there to the Strawberry Festival within a short period of time. And we would practice Thursday, Tuesday and Thursday nights at GTP's house. Mm. And so how I got the hot stepper name was we're practicing for the Strawberry Festival and we're in a, a guy's garage and uh, I'm, I'm dancing, I'm grooving, I'm getting into it, feeling the music. And yeah, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm getting a little sweaty, you know. Well, kind of a little fog kind of kind of happened in, in the room. The walls started sweating like we're in the wrestling room, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, anybody wearing a windbreaker. You know, that I think used to be I think, the way we lost weight in the old exactly, days. Exactly, exactly. It was just like that. And uh, he goes, "Hey, man, what are you guys doing?" And he goes, "The lead singer of GTP goes, oh man, it's it's just the hot stepper." You know, and, and, and that stuff. <laughs> so that's 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 where the name came from. So were you uh, all reggae? What was your what was your set list? At the time it was all traditional reggae covers. And we were playing all of these different places at the time uh, wine lovers had reggae every Thursday night and that was really a lot of all the local reggae musicians um, who really I looked up to and they kind of shaped my whole music career once I could play bass. We're hanging out with Sean Echeverria. He's telling his origin stories about getting Ray Fresco, cutting his teeth in the bass. We're going to take a quick minute to slow it down here. Give a shout out to our sponsors, as always, coming through for us, whether it's Pizza Man Dan, supplying pizzas for events, Ventura Real Estate Company out there working hard, finding the scoop. Also, Arsenal Comics, currently down at Comic-Con, having a good time. Superhero cleanups have been going good. Arsenal Comics, shout out. Also, if you need concert tickets in town, find out the Ventura Music Hall, always coming and going. Plus, we have a new X10, Spence, X10 Inc., new sponsor coming in hot next month. You ready for that one? X10, I'm in. It's good. We're going to be talking public safety, retired law enforcement, now going into private security, Bring in the goods. You'll meet him next week. But I wanted to plug that real quick because awesome. we're lining up guests two, three, four weeks in advance. Going to bring some politics too coming up. But let's get back to where Sean was at. Let's get up some of our fun questions that we go through. Like, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, breakfast this morning. Uh, to be honest with you, 
I had some water and a, a sugar-free Red Bull at this point. <laughs> That's the champions, man. Let's go. We got them. I, I know. We were having some uh, Corrales burritos dropped off, but I was dropping off supplies, and I was on my way And here. I do owe him, I do owe him a burrito for having him 30 minutes. I owe him 30 minutes today. No, uh, okay. no problem. No problem. Um, one of our big friends sponsoring the show is the Mountain Doll. Mountain Doll likes to know... When you go out in the community and you're doing an outdoor activity uh -huh. in Ventura in the 805, mm -hmm. what do you like doing? That's that's a good question. I think we talked about that earlier. From from surfing to uh, scuba diving, I got certified for scuba diving a couple years ago. Uh, my uncle, who's a contractor, Mike Davis, he he really again he said you're going to go with me and scuba dive, and I was like, oh man, yeah, I've always wanted to. I don't know if my ears can do it. And he's like, oh, no, let's let's do this. Let's go. So and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm in, you know, so scuba diving is absolutely incredible. If you get a chance to even just get out to the islands, like on the island packers for the day, mm -hmm. um, they call it like California's Galapagos Islands. I mean, it is it's right here. My son went out just yesterday with junior yeah. lifeguards. So the program yeah. is amazing. They're going to Carpinteria. They're going out there. You yep. get lobster, right? Yep. Every lobster, year. Lobster right. diving. Spence, let's put him on the spot. Will you donate a few lobsters of Ventura Forward this year? Of course. As long <laughs> as they're as long as they're of legal size and all the guidelines and you know. Okay, we're having lobster this year for sure. Yep, yep. Now let's do a lobster real quick. Not only do you have to do the size, but don't you have to record catches on oh, the yeah. amount that you've done? Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's pretty close, right? It's uh you know, they're they tight. wanna they wanna keep this fishery sustainable and they do a great job. And it's, it's appropriate. You know, it is. You get what you need, and, and you're done. So. And, and the thing is, is, is lobsters are, I mean, they, they regenerate, and they, I don't want to call them like the bugs of the ocean, but they are They kind of are, but they're delightfully delicious They're bugs. incredible. Yeah. I so. heard somewhere, I forget where it was on TV, but they used to be like, like you said, like shrimp, dime a dozen, they were feeding the lobster to the the prisoners prisoners stuff, yeah. that, exactly. was that on the radio show we were listening to that maybe it wasn't heard oh, okay is, got it that is the truth i'm getting so much knowledge truth. from my five to nine i figure where it comes from sometimes okay so we yeah. got so that's so we got we got scuba diving i just recently started riding harleys which we have some of the most amazing roads and the best weather Ooh. so there's that surfing scuba diving playing music we go out play outdoor events um do you ever go out of county to the rock store? Is that like, have you oh, done those rides? Oh, definitely. Neptunes and Rockstar Neptunes. Yeah. Um, what's the? Is the Malibu Inn still a stop? It used to be a big stop along the way, right at the pier. That no, was a it, huge there's, stop. There's the old place. Sure. And oh. then um, on the way yeah. to Santa Barbara, um, Cold Springs Tavern. Springs Tavern. Cold Springs Tavern is one of my absolute favorites on Sunday. They've had a band that's been playing there like 30 years. Wow. Running. You know, the old place is funny because back in the 60s, you'd be in there and Ali McGraw and Steve McQueen, two great actors and actresses, would wait your table. They would just yep. help out because they knew the owners. And just people buzzed around. James Taylor would walk through, Cat Stevens and Neil Young and Joni Mitchell. It was just, it was the joint. The old place is classic. Yeah. And I guess the rock star, there was some so amazing, oh. amazing uh, artists that played there. Yeah. Neil Diamond, too, was a big rider, and he would yeah. always be at the rock store. So the, these are drink. historic places. And, and talk about Didn't 805. Norm McDonald. Drink. Sorry. Intended. Every time I mention Neil uh -oh. Young, I have to give him a drink. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, so no riding riding motorcycles period in this area is good times is amazing. Yeah. So let's this is uh, this is the cool thing about podcast and we do the video going which will be 
probably viewed by less than a herd. We have a man, is mentioned being 250 pounds plus, playing the bass, riding a Harley. So if you're not getting the coolest image and the most badass beep, 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 rolling through Ventura yet, and dude, you did show a video on your Instagram last week where you rode around with the bass on the Harley, right? Yeah, so getting ready for the Surf Rodeo, which is an, an another amazing local event that's put on by local people um, practicing. You know, I've been driving a work truck down to Malibu all over, and uh, my wife has a Prius, which I love the gas mileage on that. But I'm like, you know what? Today I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Harley with my bass. And my dad shows up, he's like, you're crazy. And he's like, all right, here, let me help you strap that thing down. So we throw some fisherman <laughs> knots on there. And yeah, I, we're, we're using a local stu studio where it's all amps, everything's supplied. You pay an hourly fee, it's amazing. And so I rode the Harley to go to music practice and talk about feeling free and amazing. And it, it all came together. And you got the bass with that potato, 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 potato sound of the Harley. Oh, love it. <laughs> that love works. It. Yeah. And so here's here's another thing that years ago I, I talked to JD and I'm like, hey, man, I want to I support and be involved in whatever you can use me. And, and I see they're doing these promo videos. And so I said, hey, I'm in. If you can, if you can use me or give me a role. And he goes, okay, we'll see you at Talkery at the Top of the Lawn this Saturday at two o'clock. And so I cruise up and uh, I'm like, all right, JD, what are we doing? He goes, you're big bad Bob. Oh, okay. Yep. And he's like, you're a villain and you're gonna come in here. Me and Chang from Tips Tire are gonna be sitting down at a table and you're gonna come up and you're gonna challenge him to a basketball game because you guys have an ongoing rivalry. And, and JD's so awesome. And so I'm like, awesome JD, let's do this, you know? So he's like, I'm like, well, and he's like, okay, so make your voice deep like this. And <laughs> now you're a villain. You're Big Bad Bob. So I come in, hey, Chang, you know, I haven't seen you since high school, but uh, we, got a, we got a debt to settle. So that's, you know, it started like that. So Well, hold on. Keep it going. Keep it going. So, so we film this. What did you, you, you tell Chang next? So we, we went down <laughs> to Cabrillo, and we had a full-on basketball game. And, and JD knows a lot of people, so we have professional editor, uh, and we're doing this all with our iPhones, and we play this amazing basketball game. Uh, JD's son, who's a successful basketball player, was younger mm -hmm. at the time, and we're doing this whole skit, and it was super funny and, and a great time. And then uh, the next year, we get uh, Chappie from William L. Morris Chevrolet. Knew him well. I was Phil Moron. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm meeting all these Ventura local legend people and getting to do these acting skits with them as in promo for Surf Rodeo. And, uh, I mean, rest in peace, Chang and Chappie have both passed. Mm. But to be able to have videos and some magical moments that we get to go back and watch on YouTube. The one with Chappie, he, uh, we want to be cowboys we all want to be cowboys and we're leading up to the surf rodeo and his name was the blue-eyed vaquingo and he has i mean he has a ranch and this cowboy vehicle and uh we we finally find him and he knights us as cowboys and we all do this country dance and it's just a really magical moment so uh shout out to jd and the whole surf rodeo family this year i said hey jd I, I want to be involved. Like, I don't want to just be at the event cruising around, you know, maybe having one too many drinks in the sun. Give me a job. Can I be a bartender? Can I volunteer? 
And uh, he goes, well, why don't you be the MC on the main stage? And I go, uh, oh, oh, okay. You know, I'll, nice. I'll try it. Nice. And so next thing you know, I'm, I'm up on the main stage getting to introduce all the bands and shout out the sponsors. Sean Echeverria um, or Big Bad Bob? A mixture of both. Kind of a, a lot of Big Bad Bob. Um, I, you can hear my voice is still a little raspy because mm -hmm. uh, a three-day music event is no It's no a lot joke. of talking. It's a lot yeah. of talking. Do you sing at all? Do you sing background? Uh, so I, sing? I, our band played on Friday, and I don't sing in the band. I play the bass, and um, we do a lot of karaoke at our house and stuff, so I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of like branching into singing as I get more comfortable. But, uh, that's Who are the great bass playing hmm. singers? Uh, Sting. Good one. Jack uh, Bruce from Cream going way yeah, back. Yep, yep. You guys, Sting this is a great pick. Uh, incredible. I'm going to exit the room on this one. Yeah. Coast, Pence, give me some more. No, it's, it's funny, though. Rolling Sting's such a good pick. Um, who are the who is Eddie Lee, he, he plays bass. Yep. Bizarre voice, but it fits the band perfectly. Yep. Uh, the guy from Primus. Okay. George yeah. Harrison played bass, right? No, yeah. he was a guitar player. Who Ray played Martin. bass? Oh, ring, I mean, that was oh, Paul McCartney. Oh, 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 oh talk about, okay, there you go. I'm, Spencer I'm, wins. I tried Spencer wins. I crushed it. It's knocked it yeah. out of the park. Well, yeah. that was because be like, that was such a good point, too, because Paul was supposed to play guitar. Oh. And mm. they said, you know, we, he was so talented. He could play anything. Right, they right. said, can we give you a bass? And he said, okay. Because yeah. uh, Paul could literally play any instrument. And that's a good one. Best, yeah. best singing bass player, Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, now so, I owe Spencer two drinks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want back? Cause oh, Tony got a hit off Kirsch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he swung at the you first. You owe pitch. me a little drink because it wasn't a home run. All right, back to you. So, uh, let's. Uh, can I? How did Ray Fresco get the name? Okay, so we're we're in a garage. I, I would be playing actively in reggae bands. Choky Oatsin's playing the harp. Um, we have Andrew Jenkins Jones who was working at Patagonia, uh, shaping surfboards. And he had a great idea to start making surfboards out of the resin and epoxy. And so he's, he's experimenting with making these drums and he's just an incredible athlete. So this, and he wasn't like ever been in a, a huge band or even played that many gigs. So we go in this garage on Poli and we have choke with a harp. I knew how to run a PA system. So I, I put a, a microphone in the harp. We got Andrew slamming on these drums a little too loud. I'm playing the bass and uh, Rogers singing and had a lot of singing experience. And it was rough. It was loud. But those little magical moments that you could hear just the right amount of drums and and bass and harp in mm -hmm. Rogers voice. I was like, oh, there's something here. So so now now we're playing gigs and people want to hear a name. And mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're just like brainstorming and writing them down. You have a whole list of all these names. We put stars next to them. I mean, we're writing them on the walls in the, in the garage. In the I was room. at some of these gigs. Yeah. And um, basically, we're like, okay, we have a, a, the Hispanic element with the harp. And, and Choke does sing in Spanish. And um, it's cool. And so we went, you know, R-E-Y and Fresco. So King Cool in Spanish. And it just kind of cool. something something happened, you know. We just alfresco usually means eating outside, doesn't it? Am I am I totally wrong there? Uh, alfresco. I, I'll have to look it up. Uh, but that it's a great name. It's like King Fresh, King Cool, King Fresh, Ray King Fresco. Cool. King, you I like know. it. King Cool. And but just the name Ray Fresco just sure. kind of sounded smooth, sounds bright, sounds, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, and it was different. It was 
had the elements of this kind of world music and mm-hmm. it just it just one once we said it it represented us and we knew it and choosing a, a band name is really a difficult thing you a know? spinal tap yeah you know <laughs> and so uh now we're playing gigs around town we one of the the most memorable gigs that we played was at rookies at the time they had a battle of the bands and i mean there was a lot of people great musicians great guys they all came together and we played, I remember our last gig, we all, we, it was multiple battles of this thing. And with the last gig, we all dressed up in kind of like zoot suits, kind of thinking big, bad voodoo daddy vibe. I know, and we played and it's a packed house and uh, we won. And uh, Freddie Kiaho, which is Roger's brother, who yeah. was playing on the Colts at the time. Super Bowl champion. Su- Super Bowl champ. He's there. I mean, it was just one of the proudest moments. We had only been a band for maybe six months. And we're working on recording a demo CD. And Freddie took us to the beach, and because he lived somewhere else in in you know the United States, he had a bunch of fireworks. And I remember we're we're on the beach with Freddie Kiyahu, who is a champion, lighting off fireworks because we just want to battle the bands. And I mean, it was one of those you know moments I'll never forget. Moving in Ventura yep. forward style. You know, I'm gonna put Freddie's name down on this list because. Yep. If you've been listening to some of the podcasts, some of our faithful followers, and this is a segment we just say thank you to the listeners. Yep. Thank you to people being involved Ventura Forward. We're going to ask Sean about his feelings about Ventura Forward, and soon enough in this podcast, as we're getting close to it to being over, it doesn't feel like we've been talking close to 30 minutes because we're having so much fun, and he's getting what Spence has taught me called the fever. And so we got the fever into the studio today, having a fun time with episode number 16. Sean. Give me from Ventura Real Estate Company, a cool guy, Derek Turner, my guy. Mm-hmm. We like to know who are the top 100 coolest people in Ventura. We're making a running list. Okay. okay. So just give me a few names that you got. You mentioned a, a bunch of names today, but top I, cool, coolest people. I mean, I want to start with uh, Liz Kiaho. Okay. Liz Kiaho is, so she was a, an aide at, at Boina High School mm-hmm. and, and touched thousands of young people's lives. Um, and, and had a bunch of amazing children who Roger's one of my best friends, uh-huh. lead singer of the band. You got Freddie Kiaho, all right. the Kiaho George, family. of course, is George, amazing. I mean, you could, I mean, right. all amazing people. She, so she, she touched me. I'm born in high school. She's still yeah. working now, elementary school. Yes. So, so Liz Kiaho, who, I mean, her, her story is amazing coming from Fiji as a young woman, like knowing the Scott family. Yes. No, Liz shouts out number two. Uh, I'm going to say coach Clemene, the, the wrestling coach. Coach Clement, is Coach still around? So yeah, he's at Nordoff, and I mean that guy, incredible. I know when I when I was on the wrestling team, our our team took state or wrestlers. I mean we were top contenders, mm-hmm. and I like I said I, I didn't grow up wrestling. I just kind of got thrown in the mix, and so I was there just to get beat up on, and it was incredible. What makes Coach cool now? Um, you still see him around town and stuff? Just his spirit and energy and, and care for other other humans. I mean, it's that. like a spiritual vibe. He is an amazing, amazing person. That, that does, yeah. I want to shout out uh, JD. I mean, we talked about JD uh-huh. a lot. Um, JD also just brings in a family and everybody's involved and, and just really will give you an opportunity to shine. And, and, and if you if you got it, he'll he'll give you a chance, you know, and you step up to the plate. That's we that's we could stop there too, because JD's been around and our show. We supported Surf Rodeo when Ross sure. came in, but creating the opportunity. Right. I'm hearing a big theme here, right there. I love this. Boom. Mentorship and ownership of a business. 
coaching, Liz with the love and kind of that mother mother yep. hen figure. Yep. It's just screaming community, screaming Ventura Ford, and that's kind of what we've been wanting to share. Absolutely. Yep. Good people. Good people. Um, so moving forward, not to cut you off, no, but please. Uh, let's let's talk about John at Spencer McKenzie's and the things that he's built there. He's a yep. local. Episode number one. Yep. And uh, so Ray Fresco is going to be playing at the largest cornhole tournament on the West Coast, maybe in the world. I know ESPN is going to be there this year filming. Um, we're playing on Sunday, the 28th. Um, it's just going to be incredible. They got the giant screens, and I know the prize money is huge. Yeah, it is, I think it's and the biggest prize money tournament in the country, which I think would lead it to be the biggest cornhole tournament. Yeah, and I know we've played it. We 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 love John. He's been a big supporter of us, and obviously I, I love food. And uh, we've played this event. It's a huge stage. I know he has great bands through the whole weekend. And so we'll be there Sunday with uh, another local reggae band. Great. I love it. Let's support the Cornhorn Tournament. Going to be at the fairgrounds this year, too. Going to be a little bit different with that, moving around. Going to be bigger than ever. Yes. We're going to be there. I just saw uh, John at Rodeo. He yes. invited the, us to be there. He goes, want to be back on Ventura Forward, have you be there. So that might be a remote that we need to be there as it's going to be three days. And, and talking about the fairgrounds, we have Vincenzo, who is a, a big supporter of Ray Fresco. He's the guy that uh -huh. owns the California Beer Fest and now puts on all those amazing events at the fairgrounds. Um, and he, he throws us, I want to say he throws us a bone. We play an amazing gig pretty much once a year during the whole concert in your car thing. We played with Fishbone and Oza Motley. This last year we got to open for Hyri and uh, Sublime with Rome. And that's all Vincenzo, which... Didn't you guys play the uh, hip-hop one too? The hip-hop one, kind of uh, something happened with that oh, one. Okay. But then the next weekend, they had Sugar Sugar Ray. Yeah. And uh, he sold 10,000 tickets. Oh, we were, and, I was and, there. Was yeah. Insane. Yeah. So shout out to Vincenzo and his dream. And uh, we, I was at his wedding, and we helped him uh, kind of start. He ran it past us. Like, hey, how do you think about doing a California Beer Fest in Mission Park? Mm -hmm. And I he's like, we put this bear suit on. <laughs> <laughs> so. And he did that. He did the stage facing stages. So the only thing the audience had to do was turn around to watch the next band. Yeah. I, I emceed that a few years back, and it was like clockwork. Great bands. Yes. So he he need, Vincenzo needs to be on the list. I mean, he puts on the wine walk. He talk about. Uh, I'm sorry, right? you already had three already. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So well, I don't know. That's I got tough, him on there. That's a got him on the list. Got so, him on the list. Yep, yep. So um, yeah, definitely. Shout you, out you to talk, Vincenzo. We're talking about some more of your fun events coming up with the music. Reggae on the Mountain is a, a familiar yes. name to the 805. Coming up on November 18th and 19th of this year, Live Oak Campground in Santa Barbara. Give me a little preparation that you're thinking about for Reggae on the Mountain. Just I mean, we just found about, out about this yesterday. And if, if you haven't been to Live Oak Campground, that whole area up there by Cold Springs Tavern, Kachuma. I mean, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, we're so excited. I know we've played some other music events up there in the past, but I know there's camping and it's a three day event and just good vibes. And we're so excited to be added on to that one. Um, I know Ziggy Marley, we played with Ziggy Marley before. We played with most of the Marley family and they're just incredible. So we're fired up. Uh, let's do this. I love it, dude. We got shows we've been talking about. 
hobbies, passion, name dropping, yep. shows coming up. We're giving them things to do. This is that Ventura Forward vibe. We're sharing the stoke. Yep. Let's close it out here in the next couple of minutes. Let's talk about what I think, and if, if I can say this, the most important thing in your life, of course, is your family. Yes. It wouldn't be if we didn't talk about Nicole, yes. your, your girls, you know, you're, you're big on social media, a, yep. fun, a fun follow me and you have really kind of built this relationship between me and you being uh, social media bro fans, just Definitely. vibing families. Give us some shout out to the wife real fast. So I, I just want to shout out my wife, Nicole. Um, she's definitely my biggest supporter. Um, another thing about me is uh, growing up, I had learning disabilities. And so I can't really spell that well. I'm like a caveman. And I say that like, you know, she she has my if my phone goes down. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. so I mean, obviously, I love her. She's beautiful. But she she's my right hand man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and business, this, that, like I can go talk to clients and take notes and stuff. But typing up estimates, all these things, handling the business. You know, when you're a contractor, it's more than just showing up and having a hammer or a paintbrush or, you know, there's a right. lot of movements. So uh, there's that. And we've we've really just been in the trenches together and gone through all these things that life. How long have you been married? You. Uh, 16 years. 16. And through the music, I mean, I, when I was touring with Ray Fresco, I had a one-year-old child. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of the guys in the band still don't have kids. I mean, you will never understand how it feels to have a, a, a child and be like, all right, I'll see you guys we later. We were in Seattle, remember, with Toots. Yeah. What year was that? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I came up. That, I was, that was, what, 10, 10, 12 years ago at least. Yep, that was So that's, I mean, talk about a strong woman to be like, all right, babe, go ahead. You know, and then, the, like, my dad uh, at the time was holding down the painting business. You know, and being like, all right, son, you go do this thing. We believe in you. You know, my mom as well. Um, I just was texting with my mom and she's like, we must have been all right parents. And I'm like, mom, you were the best parents, you know. And and I, I don't want to forget about like like church. You know, we went to church. I started playing bass in church for a while. And, uh, you know, uh, just spirituality and being a positive person really goes a long way. You know, um, my daughter. So I have a daughter named Penny Lane. And uh, I mean, she and we can, miss Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. But my my daughter, I guess <laughs> maybe musical talent runs in the family because she can sing absolutely amazing. And I'm not like a stage dad, so I don't. I'm not over there pushing her. But we do karaoke at my house, and uh, we have a whole setup, and we have friends come over. We have these amazing, you know, barbecues and dinners. And if she sings, there's a good chance I'm gonna shed a tear. I mean, it's really amazing, and I'm proud of her there was a lot of there was a lot of fathers and families this weekend when I was announcing the bands I would go and be like all right okay I want to make sure I I say your your name like okay it's Jaden Secor Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and and so I look over and I see this proud man right here I'm like hey you must be his father you know and another band is looking west these young Ventura guys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are just crushing it and I, I I've gotten to know their dad mom and dad better and just great successful Ventura people that are supporting their kids. And um, those young men are definitely amazing. They play all like classic rock, but then they play all original and you wouldn't know the difference, whether that's a, you're like, oh, wait a minute, is that a cover? Is that original? Well, you so, got to cut your teeth on something. And those, uh, you know, it's good, good to reach back and then create yep. your own. So, you know, for my daughter's future, I really hope that she, like me, it took the right person and the right situation for my music career to blossom and really become a thing. And I know that's out there for her right now. What style just, is she singing? Uh, 
I mean, you we we'll be hanging out and we'll be like, all right, try a Whitney Houston song, try a, a you know a, an an oldie, a this. I mean, she can really sing Adele like, and it, it, she does it effortlessly. So I can. Has she gotten any lessons yet? Adele. Oh yeah, no. So we 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 have she. I I was I. Uh, it's a long story, but I I got her to kind of go to Cabrillo. By, you know, right? You're like, hey, you think Penny could go to Cabrillo? Yeah. So she, she's like, I want to play stand-up bass. I'm like, you sure you don't want to play a trumpet? And Esperanza Spalding. Yes. And so she, <laughs> she learns how to play the stand-up bass in one, one year, gets first chair, and then's like, you know, I don't think I want to play the bass anymore. And I'm just like, dude, you're incredible, you know. And then we kids. got her. Yeah, kids, <laughs> you can't force them to do it, you know. And but she's amazing. So then we got her uh, an opera singer training, singing lessons, all these things. She uh, volunteered at Ventura Theater for uh, Loanne's Christmas thing, and she sang uh, "Poor Unfortunate Souls" from The Little Mermaid, uh-huh, uh-huh. and fully did the whole costume and, Ursula, ju- and just crushed it, you know. So not that she hasn't done anything. But I'm hoping that she can, you know, pick up a guitar yeah. and, and just kind of Love it. do that thing. So that's my daughter, my daughter Penny, who's 15, goes to Ventura High School, and then I have a uh, little Flora, who uh, just started um, the school right there by Pizza Chief by uh, Billy Clowers Dance Studio. Uh, Ventura Christian School. Yes, and amazing. So she's Washington, it. Washington School campus. Yeah, yeah. So I got a got a five year old and a fifteen year old. That's great. That's I great. I got a business. We're painting an amazing house down by the beach right now, and I mean, life is beautiful. Ventura life is beautiful. Yeah, good thing about painting a house on a beach. You'll be back in three years. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no matter how yeah. good you are, salt water is a beast. Yeah, yesterday we were, we were looking at some of the most amazing waves, and it was hard to pay attention. I think the waves were probably the best they've been in quite a few years. But, yeah, no, we're throwing all the best products at this house, and it's going to look beautiful. And uh, just want to give you a shout-out, Spencer, just for just getting out there, man, and, and caring and, and, you know, putting the time out there. I, you know, people say I have a lot of energy. <laughs> I look at you, and I'm like – Man, incredible! So thanks, dude. Yeah, you know, you know I, 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 I feel it off my friends. Yep. Uh, it's about opportunity. Yep. Uh, Spence is here. You know, good opp- giving me opportunity. Yes. You know, you've given me opportunity to be involved in small things, and yeah. sometimes it does take a bold thing to ask. Yeah. I think that's where that Ventura Forward family and what what's been created here. Sure. Is that there's a big pot a community. Yes. You know, and I had to rely on that pot as a community member. And I'll tell my story about my family growing up here. Right. Going through a little divorce. But I relied on Liz. You mentioned Liz, dude. Talk about shedding a tear. Right. There's so many times I could shed a tear just because she was there every day at Buena High. Right. There were people that were here. Right. And I learned that's what it is. It's just being there, being consistent, telling those stories. So, you know. You, I love you saying that. Thank you for the compliment. Yep. But I found myself loving what I love the most. That was Water Mary Elementary School. Right. Foothill Little League. Yep. Uh, the Lions Club I've joined back in helping my, that was kind of like my senior outlet because my grandfather was here. I helped, you know, kind of nurture my grandfather the last three years of his life and he died uh, three years ago and he kind of did the slow approach. Then I lost my dad two years ago. Right. From a heart attack. So between these few events, it allowed me to kind of, push that uncomfortableness a little mm-hmm. farther uh, and then build a little network because then I put my little things in this pot and I said, you know what, you come put them in the pot. 
We call right. the Ventura forward. Right. And so and that pot is really universal. Thank you for calling that out and recognizing that and being a part of it. You yeah. coming on your podcast, spending an hour away from the job. You know, people want you back right now. We know what it takes to give up the time. Let's keep doing it together. Yep. You know, I just wrote down here, I'm going to be asking Looking West to come to the superhero cleanup we're doing. Yeah. You know, I, I want to shout out the Ventura Forward thing. Um, just cleaning up the community like you do mm -hmm. and caring so much about these places that shaped our existence. Yeah. Uh, every day I drive to Oakview and I drive by the Johnny Cash sign and I drive by the liquor store. Well, like two years ago, my buddies were like, you know, Johnny Cash needs a, a statue or yeah. something. Yeah. I go, I don't think we can do a statue, but I'm a painter and I know some amazing muralists. Yeah. And so I reached out to Sherwin Williams and they're, they're down to sponsor and paint and get behind the community, which is right. something we should talk about more. Do, do, do you think, so go ahead. Do you, I, I talked to Sherwin Williams and said, hey, would you sponsor the paint to paint this liquor store yeah. so we could put a Johnny Cash mural on there? And they're like, oh, of course, you know, we, we love you. You use our products a lot. Where's and the liquor store? It's um, in Casita Springs. It's Casitas Market. And um, the, the, the bait one, the, the bait one, right? When you do the turn, the one that has the bait sign. So what we need is 25 minutes before that, we have to have a sign that says 25 minutes to go. Yes. <laughs> uh, leading up and be like, get, get ready or pull over and Everybody take a picture. Everybody knows Johnny Cash, Shell Silverstein, 25 minutes to yep. go. It'd be beautiful. Let's yes. do it. So, Make it happen. So, so where would that be? So, I, I stop in there and I talk to the liquor store owner and I go, Hey, we'll paint your store for free. Yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, what, do you, what, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, we'll paint your store for free if you let us do a mural of Johnny Cash on the side. And he goes, Oh, yeah, of course, let's do this. You know, oh, the cool that'll thing. be a and tourist site. That will be an you absolute see, exactly. tourist that's, site. That's huge, the huge if, fish if, on if it. If you haven't driven by yet, please stop. Oh, take yeah. a picture. He'll sell a so, lot of sodas if he's got cash. I, on so I want, I want to say that now that I, now that this mural has happened, and it's not just <laughs> me. This is a community effort. I got Matt Noble. I got Ventura Fresh Fish. We got an electrician. We got uh, Surf Rodeo sponsored. Everybody put together. Everybody pulled together. Uh, the artist of uh, Uncle Uncle Sade and um, Sadie, let's go. Uh, what was it? I can't think of the name right now. But uh, anyway, we all pulled together with Sharon Williams. Um, Gary Cease lives right there. We all cleaned and did and this and painted and did the store. And that do was you, like a, a Ventura Forward movie. Do you feel that's what I wasn't asked? And I'm being honest here. Do you feel because of what Ventura Forward's been doing with? Greg and all of us, do you feel like you were inspired by the public art to create that? Absolutely, because I drove by that liquor store Let's every go. day. And I'm like, you know, look at this wall. It's It hasn't been painted in 20 Let's plus years. Go. And there's stickers on it and this and that. Yeah. And I'm like, this could be beautiful. Yep. And then so I, I link up with my friends and... Uh, it, you know, they did this rendering and we oh, it's presented great. it. It's great. And my, my buddy's like, hey, I love the fish. Not just Johnny Cash, we need to represent Casita Springs, the fish, the steelhead trout. And it's uh, Recoil Signs is his partner. So we got Recoil Signs and Uncle Say. They just did the Wall Street mural. They're on fire. Yeah. Um, so they, they got out there. We did the render. We teamed up and we painted this mural and it was absolutely incredible. Cool. Oh, we better cut this baby off. We're gonna have have yeah. Sean back in studio. I could go all day. I'm getting his Corelli's burrito uh, is getting yeah, cold. Is. You know, I dropped the phone number. I'm gonna do it anyway for the old school 805-643-1043 on on Ash. If you don't know the number, there it is. All joking aside, Arsenal Comics, Ventura Real Estate Company, Pizza Man, Dan, the Mountain yep. Doll, X Fifty, coming hot. 
with a lot of fun stuff. Spence, you feeling the vibes and sharing the stoke? Feeling the vibes. Love music and love the great outdoors. Nailed well, it today. Let's do. Let's have Sean give him one more shout out before his own music takes us out as Ray Fresco, yeah. as we shout their name out every time. Coming out again, Reagan the Mountain, November 18th and 19th. More importantly, when's the Spencer McKenzie Cornhole Tournament this weekend? No, no, no. August uh, 20, 26th, 27th, 28th. We're playing on Sunday the 28th. ESPN's going to be there. It's a huge event. And John's a huge supporter of Ventura and Ray Fresco and everything Ventura forward. All right, we're closing up with the legend himself, Sean Echeverria, Big Bad Bob, and all of our Ventura forward vibes. Until next time, let's go.